Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of Currently Nerdy. We are your inner conclave of nerd. My name is Diz, and I'm your pop culture and sports nerd, Ali. I am only your classic nerd. And I'm VM your comic book nerd. Dude, I had a total brain fart right there. You like, have a little yeah. bit. I saw your brain. I was like... Because sometimes I, I can look at you and I see the hamster wheel. Yeah, it just was like I sometimes see it. You know what it is? My mind was on the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's this Coming Sunday. up, I heard. Yeah. All right. Question. Yeah. Who's playing? Don't... I don't... I, I, in previous years, I had a fighting chance because I heard I would hear other people talk about it. I have no fighting chance. This oh, I literally forgot that the Super Bowl was even on until someone's like, yeah. I can't do it. The Super Bowl's on Sunday. I only know it because I work in a restaurant mm-hmm. and we play the games. So. Is yeah. it Patriots again? Yes, they're one of the teams. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Los Angeles has made it. The Rams? Yes. We have a team now. So the Rams and the Patriots yes. are playing. And we're rooting for the Rams. And are we? Are, yes, we are. Well, I've never liked the Patriots. Yeah, it's exactly why we're rooting for the Rams. Because it's got Tom Brady in it. Yeah, fuck Brady. Bill Belichick is a, is a Trump supporter. Oh, is he? Yeah, so is Brady <laughs> and so is uh, their owner. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Bob Kraft. Yeah, but you know what? There's, there's got to be at the owner level. They probably all are. all are. Yeah, I think except for like Tony Khan from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Be. I think managers not, right? Like... Yeah. They work actually, with, they actually work with the fucking players, but it's, I think, I think the owners. The, the owner of the Sacramento them. Kings isn't. He's like Let's a, be real. a big I activist. I didn't even know the Sacramento Kings was a team. They're a basketball team. Oh, they're a basketball. Yeah. Yeah, they're, it they're, doesn't matter. They're Omar's uh, favorite team at one point, and then he became a Warriors fan when they got good. Oh, he's a bandwagoner. Yeah, then. exactly. I didn't yeah. know that. But Lita's favorite obligatory team. Omar is it? Yeah. Every yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Omar is like the butt of our jokes. Yeah. I know, yeah. For I no reason. But by us, I mean Diz. I've never joked about the poor guy. Don't lie. The only Omar I talk about is the one that runs a secret drug company out of Omar's Exotic Birds in Mission Viejo. If they get raided, it's going to be because of the pork. By the way, I actually saw someone buying parrots from there the other day. What? Because I always thought that they've got to be running something else because I've never seen anyone buy anything from Omar's. I've been to friends' houses that have been parrots Uh and I asked them, what do you get? No one's ever said, oh, I got this from Omar's Exotic Birds. But the other day, I actually saw people walking out Ah. and they had parrots. Those Ah, parrots were stuffed with drugs. Yeah, I I thought for sure Question. Drug mule. You're out of your your little bird, Yago. Did you get from Omar's exotic birds? I didn't get a a Yago from uh, exotic birds. I summoned him from the pits of hell. Okay. (laughs) That's why he can talk. You fucking sorcerer. Nice that you brought up the Super Bowl because they're actually talking about how um, they expect the Marvel, big Marvel movies to have. To have trailers and shit during the, the Super Bowl, so we can look forward to that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so I'm not going to watch the actual game itself, but you watch the commercials. I've never. I'll be honest with you. I've never watched a full-on game. I've watched mostly for halftime. I slept through one. Yeah, yeah you told me. I, last I, year. Did I tell you? It was last year. Yeah, I did sleep through <laughs> one. I went and took a nap at my friend's yeah. room. I was like, I'm tired. So go take a nap. I'm like, all right. I think I remember. I wrote last year Philly one, right? Yes, Philadelphia one. Okay, because the Eagles versus the Patriots. Yes, Patriots made it for the past three years. Have they keep what? Can they keep winning? They won three years ago. They lost last year. Are they like the new Cowboys? Is that what it is? Dude, they're they're like the best team of this like century. Why? Because they, they Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. No, not not he keeps deflating balls. Is that what it is? I don't know what it is, man. That motherfucker does not. He knows how to win. Like he just does not know how to lose. Deflates. He's he's been to eleven six, Super Bowls. Was it like six rings he has? Right. He has five. Five rings. He has the most Super Bowls by any quarterback. You, ever hear, you hear the story of Putin in the ring? What? 
You've never heard of oh, Stuart yeah, Pritchett? No, yeah, st- yeah, he stole the ring. He yeah, stole he- someone's championship ring. Was it a football ring or a basket? Or it was a some ring. ring that he's like, he's like, can I see it? And so he, like, he showed, the guy took it off his finger and showed it to Putin. Uh-huh. And Putin's like, oh, this is nice. And he pocketed it. He, what? It is like, like shamelessly like looked him in the eye and, and took it in his pocket. Oh, he took a Robert Kraft's ring. Oh. From the Patriot. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that would make sense. He put it in his pocket. And he, yeah. yeah. It's an old Simpsons episode where they, uh, where Mr. Burns and Homer go to Cuba to find like uh, find like a, a thousand dollar bill that yeah. FDR had created and mm. like had hidden somewhere, mm-hmm. and they found it. And then they asked Castro. And Castro asked to look at it, and he looked at it, and they're like, "All right, let me have the bill back." He's like, "What bill?" And then they end up like living <laughs> like, on, like, a, on like a raft or something from. But Putin Cuba. actually did this. exactly what what the Putin Castro like did genuinely did this. How do you get your ring back from Putin? You can't. Yeah, no, you can't there's nothing you can do. He looked them in the eye and he put it in his pocket. There's nothing you can do. Imagine being a world leader but still a thief. Yeah. All the money in the world, but I'm fucking. I'm taking I'll that. I'll tell you right now. Oh, that, yeah. That's the President, ultimate power move. Yeah. President Donald Trump. <laughs> no, no, no. Donald see, Trump no, doesn't have the cojones yeah. for that. This is a power move. See, that was. See, now the, this Donald is a, Trump maybe maybe good at white collar crime, but that was a straight up jacking. Yeah, this yeah. was a straight up like I put people in camps type crime. He's that that type of dangerous. Uh, like you don't like want to mess with this like guy. A mugging almost. Yeah, this is a guy who a guy who jails journalists and puts gay people in camp. Totally will stay steal a championship ring. I mean, for him, if you think about it, if a guy is willing to murder you, yeah. taking a ring is really low on the totem pole of yeah. crime. Yeah, that's true. If you think about it, right? <laughs> like, like, if he's like, he's like, I've killed the gay population of Russia. Yeah. Mm. What's a what's a ring to me? Yeah. You know, like, it's like that's a very small crime. It's a fucked up thing to I do. I would it's love true. the fact that if like if he took it. But he never stopped wearing it. So literally, he just has a Super Bowl <laughs> ring like every single day. For like public appearance, yeah, he's got the know. Super Bowl ring. He's got like Davos or some shit. He's got a that's Super Bowl ring. That'd, that'd on, be like, like an extra power. Fuck I think, that guy. I think I would be a fan of Putin if he did that. I, the guy murders people. There's no fan. Of, <sighs> there's this, I would be a fan of what he did. There's this. There's this. Uh, there's this uh, picture <laughs> uh-huh. from. Uh, British Google Box or Goggle Box or Boggle Box or something. It's a show where people watch shows and you watch them watching the show. Huh. Hella meta, right? Huh. And in the show, there's a couple really funny. There's a gay couple and the guy goes, uh, they're watching Homeland. Uh-huh. And he goes, we do love a bad boy, don't we? And his boyfriend gives him one of the looks like, but not a fucking terrorist, George. <laughs> <laughs> that picture was what you just said right now. You might like badasses, but not the guy who puts gay people in camps I, and kills journalists. I like what he did there. If he did that, I would think, eh, that's a pretty cool move. <laughs> that's a Putin move. You're going to run cool In points. fact, that's, I hereby state that on this podcast, when someone steals something in a very brazen manner, we're going to call it a Putin. That motherfucker's your security. Security guard Putin me. He pooned your pen. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. I got pooned. He pooned your pen like it was nobody's business. <laughs> We've told this story before. Yeah, yeah, people know. Bitch. If you haven't, go and look up the story of the great pen theft yeah. of 2018. It was 17. Is that 18? No, it doesn't 18. matter. 2018. Yeah, yeah maybe. It was the great pen theft of 2018 was one of the greatest acts of burglary 
in human history. Fucking bastard. <laughs> the most effective criminal that night. Got jacked. The most effective yeah. criminal. Now, to be fair, also, Putin has gone on record saying that he did not take the ring. What? Well, where did the ring According go? According to CNN.com, Putin's like, nope, I didn't take the damn So he, not only did he take it, but now he's lying about it. Yeah, and then because Kraft's all like, he literally grabbed the ring, put it in his pocket. There's three KGB agents there, and they just kind of walked away with it. And Putin and his, and his representative said, or his... Uh, Dmitry Peskov, oh, his course. representative, is all right. I was standing 20 centimeters away from him, and Mr. Putin saw and heard that Mr. Kraft gave him the ring as a gift. Bullshit. Who would, yeah. give, who would give the ring away as a gift? I don't know, man. I was, there, you know, there was a, an MMA fighter who, like, there was a female MMA fighter. She went to see Putin after a fight. Took her ring, too. No, no, no. Her wedding ring. She, like, I guess. It was right after the fight, and she soiled herself oh, and hid her panties in one of Putin's plants. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the most disgusting things. I'm I'm both grossed out and impressed at the same yeah. time. She's one of the most disgusting she things. She left her ever soiled heard. panties in his plant. Like, okay. first of all, let's can you say soiled underwear? There's yeah. something about yeah. saying it that way that soiled makes me, <laughs> it makes me slightly uncomfortable. Soiled, soiled underwear. underwear. Soiled underwear. So I feel like that's probably a Rule 32 Pornhub thing now. <laughs> no. I'm was 100% sure that that was retaliation for the ring. <laughs> she, she's like, you gonna take American rings? This I'm is gonna red, white, and blue all over Oh, nasty. This is, this is for the Patriots. <laughs> this is for America, Putin. Cold War this. Yeah, I'm gonna look up which fighter it was. Um, that is horrible. Medal and hack our election, will you? Julia <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, oh, Cactus. I don't oh. think, what type of plants does Putin have? This is the real question. Yeah, I saw a guy. I, I I can't help but I gotta tell the story because it was literally the most. Okay, I've experienced a handful of things in my life that yeah. I feel like are worthy of talking about. <laughs> not, most, all, not, most, a lot, though. not all of it, right? <laughs> not a lot, though. This weekend, I was at work. I got out at like 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah. right? I'm a bunch of next to a bunch of dive bars, yeah. right? So there's always drunk people hanging out next to food trucks. Yeah. This dude, right, gets jumped by seven guys. What did he do? I have no idea. I only I came in like a little bit after the altercation. Yeah. Right? He gets jumped by seven guys, right? But they're all drunk and fucked up, and I'm pretty sure he was sober because he starts beating up every single one of them. Holy shit. Right? Knocks he knocks this one guy out, right? The guy seizes, doesn't have a shirt on, and he falls onto a cactus. Holy crap. Yeah. So the one guy that gets jumped is the sober one. Yeah, and he beat up everybody. The drunk ones are the ones attacking him. Yeah. Okay. And he started fighting back, right? That's and a PSA for not getting drunk. Yeah. And then the dude, he knocked this guy out into a cactus. Have you ever been stuck by a cactus before? No, I have They stick. I don't want to get stuck they by stick. a cactus. They stick. They stick. But I have to tell you, man, that was like straight out of like a sitcom or something. The dude yeah. just like got stuck onto this cactus on the ground and he started bleeding. Yeah, they're bad. Right? I can, the only thing that would have made it more, I feel bad. I don't, obviously, I don't want violence on anyone. Yeah. Right? But the story itself would be like, the only way that would have made it better is if be like somehow a porcupine showed up. <laughs> you know, and like, and he fell on a porcupine, cactus, and then a porcupine. Yeah, you know, and I didn't know you guys had, why, why do you guys have cactuses? It's there? you know, it's part of the uh, the you know kind of the outdoor features in that area. Is it like in a planter? No, well, it's like it's kind of oh, in it's this, like in the ground. It's like in the ground, but like it's like you know, like the brick planters that they make, like on the side of parking lots. So it's lots. fake. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not like yeah, it's, it's not, not a indigenous. Natural it's not like a naturally yeah, growing it's cactus. Not an indigenous cactus. Well, the cactuses are more indigenous than palm trees here. Well, yeah, it's true. You know this, right? Yeah, not yeah. in Santa Ana. We spent twenty thousand dollars for each palm tree. Holy shit! Twenty thousand dollars every time you drive by. 
look at them like twenty thousand, forty thousand. Oh, Counting a lot, lot, man. That's a lot of fucking money yeah. just to make this place look like it's a fucking mm. island paradise. Yeah. <laughs> this place is cactuses. They're the real American, the <laughs> real Californian. They're the real American. That's true. Uh, those palm yeah. trees are fake. They're immigrants. Uh, it was it was <laughs> undocumented. Julie Ketsey. Oh, Julie Kenzie, okay. Yeah, she told this tale on Joe Rogan. It was a black silk dong that she left in one of his planners after pooping herself. You know, the, the worst part about that is someone's going to see it and be like, ooh, a black silk thong. Yeah. Until they get, until they. She said they she didn't realize that she pooped herself. <laughs> she started smelling something that was horrible and she started, she puked because she realized she pooped herself. So she, it's okay. Well, so wow. she puked also. Yeah, she went and puked. She met John Claude Van Damme, realized she smelled really bad, went to check it out, saw that she had pooped herself, started puking, threw the, to- the thong away somewhere in a plant. Can I just point out that how does it always get to fecal matter? Yeah, you? first of all, always yeah. get to that Putin. But I, I also want to point out, if you're... Uh-huh. I mean, like, pooping yourself, it happens when you're it ha- six. It happened when she was in a fight. She, that's, what I was, I'm, yeah. I was, that's what I'm going at. It happens when your body's not doing well. Yeah. Like, your ordinary function isn't to poop yourself. No, it's true, right? If a sport is making you poop yourself... Mm. There's something wrong with the sport. I oh, mean, runners poop themselves at times. Yeah, it's because yeah. they pushed themselves too far. Romero. Yeah, you've pushed yourself too far. Yeah, I mean, any uh, any type of. This is my firm belief of why we shouldn't have any type of sports. That's yeah, true. See, you would poop. Yeah. You'd only poop yourself in your sick. But what about and bread? And never poop yourself in front of Putin. Bread and circus. You you want sports? I don't want sports. I want Ooh. distraction. Sports are a distraction. Yeah, I could give them any form of distraction. What are you going to give them? I mean, like, human. I mean, don't overestimate yourselves. You're <laughs> stupid people. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> you are fundamentally at your core. I could literally put two of you in a room and be like, kill each other, and you'd all tune in. That's true. That's a sport, though. The blood sport. It is. It's called <laughs> UFC. <laughs> blood sport. <laughs> Mixed martial arts. It's UFC literally is a sport. what UFC is. <laughs> MMA. Put two people in a room. Yeah. It is what it is. Kill each other. Yeah. And then uh, make money off of it. Talking about how stupid people are. Yeah. Did you hear the dumbass thing that Apple did this week? Mm-mm. So there was a glitch in their group FaceTime, right? Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. So I, did hear. I if, tweeted about it. If you if you called someone on FaceTime and then added yourself to the call again, yeah, it would think that it was a live. Added call. yourself to the group. So you add, like when you add to the group, you add, put your number, number in. Yeah. It makes it think that it's a live call, and then it picks up the audio from their end. Yeah. Um, so you could hear what was going on. Not particularly subtle, because you're actually calling the person. It's not like you're sneaking in. Yeah. yeah. But you could still technically like, invade someone's privacy. privacy. Yeah. Because, like, what if I didn't want to pick up that call? I was, like, yeah, I was in the middle naked. of a masturbation session that's or something. Okay. Wow. You know? Wow. Or just, maybe I was pooping. You know? <laughs> but this is... I just want to point out, I've, I'm right. I've what? been right about technology. That it's... It's, it's a massive invasion of privacy. I mean, the fact... That there's a there's a loophole that allows you to get picked up yeah. means that there are other loopholes that allow people access to your private shit. Yeah. Next week we're gonna find out that you people have had access to your videos all along. Well, that's fine. People, you're gonna find out that people have access to your web browsing all along. All this oh, stuff. Like they're just gonna yeah. private browsing, my dude. <laughs> private <laughs> browsing. <laughs> you're gonna find out that yeah. private browsing was never private. Yeah, so in the first private place. according to who exactly? Yeah. I just yeah. don't want it to show up on my history. <laughs> yeah, but you know the guy on Google's watching you. I don't give a shit. The guy on Google's watch. sitting there going, "Good lord, this man's got a condition." Yeah, that's, that's fine. True, yeah. <laughs> you, you, the FBI agent who's watching me through my laptop and my phone camera. The FBI agent that was watching you through your laptop retired. Yeah, good for health reasons. As he should. 
Yeah, yeah, now he's doing a thousand yard stare. <laughs> he's retired for health reasons. I made him. I made a fucker fucking poke his own eyes out. Like, he Oedipus uh, yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, good. Himself. As he deserves to. Don't fucking spy on me. Wow. You get, you get well, I think it was Harun that said, uh, what if the FBI agent watching me falls in love with me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. viral tweet. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That yeah. is pretty good. Although, you know, it's uh, as as crazy as Ali may sound with his conspiracy. I mean, I'm always right, people. You know, it's uh, like Ali got his tinfoil hat on right now. He's stockpiling guns in his basement. Don't say that. I'm a brown man. If you say I'm stockpiling guns, I'm ending up in Guantanamo. Excuse me. He's stockpiling samurai swords in his basement. There you go. You know, and um, and not and not in like the like Gamergate loser way. You know, in like no, the deadly cool way. Uh, yeah, like, the like I can actually way. I can actually use my katana. Yeah, you have a wooden katana. I do have wooden katanas. And you Those have a real one too. Though. I have a lot of real ones. Oh shit! But the wooden ones are kendo sticks. They're yeah, practice. Yeah. And Ali is trained too. I saw him do this thing once where he was like. There was a boiling cauldron, and he lifted it with his forearms, like burn. Like that's the kung fu. The legend continues. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I could have sworn <laughs> that's David Carradine. I could have sworn I'm often confused with David Carradine, <laughs> yeah. who's you know 50 years my senior. But I get he's it. Dead. He killed himself. I know, but he's but when he died, he was at least 50 years older than I was. I, I actually think he I'm died in a shitty way. <laughs> he did. <laughs> what a ruin. What a, what a, what a, but that's a, you know what? To be honest with you, it's the only authentic so, thing you ever do. He's choking himself, masturbating. Yeah, autoerotic association. Yeah, but that's the most authentic thing you'll ever do in life if you think about that it. That is true. Because yeah. you have control to curate everything else in your life. That is very true. Right? Yeah. You could curate everything. We'll talk about curating in just a second. Mm -hmm. But the one thing you can't curate, yeah. your death. I will tell you very much so that, you know, we'll get more into it later in the episode as well. But social media, more or less, is just completely masturbatory, right? It's just yeah, us totally. jerking ourselves to completion most hmm, of the time, yeah. right? Now, what's going on now? <laughs> a lot of weird phallic things going yeah. on on this podcast. Your fucking like eyes like lit up; <laughs> they're like widened. Like I mean, you know, <laughs> tell me that I'm wrong about it, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's completely masturbatory. Yeah, I'm not gonna deny that. You just wanted to say <laughs> masturbatory again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good word. Yeah, um, not, not as good as masturbatorium. What is a masturbatorium? It's something a building. It's uh, the room in which you masturbate. Is <laughs> oh, your yeah. masturbatorium. Excuse me, I must retire to the masturbatorium. <laughs> so he's never you heard that word before? It's a fantastic word. I've used it all the time, often in very inappropriate contexts that have nothing to do with masturbation. Like, I'm going to take a nap in my masturbatorium. People are like, what the fuck did you just say? Oh, oh my God. What's wrong with you? No, I mean, I found a cool gift that involves the masturbation. Right, start looking at Stop looking that shit up on your phone. Let you poor weed. Poor Veed finish. Oh, yeah, good point. Go ahead. So, mm -hmm. you know, first and foremost, I think one of our policies on and Currently Nerdy is that Mark Zuckerberg needs to be stopped. Mark yeah. Zuckerberg should have resigned, court-martialed, and... Uh, disemboweled. You know, dis dis like, yeah, <laughs> drawn and quartered ages oh, ago. Ages ago. The court martial of the Supreme Court. He's a reptilian. You should have taken that guy into custody. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the theory is that he's a reptilian. Do with that Winklevoss guy. Take his fucking. There's lidless, two of them. There's two the Winklevosses. There's only one. The lidless eyes. No. The the, lid. Why? Why does he have no lids? Because he's a reptile. Why does he have no lids? Why has he got lidless eyes? Shallow Earth, but or Hollow Earth. What is wrong with that guy? <laughs> hollow Earth theory, hollow bro. Hollow Earth. Hollow. Hollow means blessed or uh, holy. Hollow. Hollow. Yeah. Sorry. Holy shit. So Facebook. Uh, so they just found out on Facebook that, uh, or that they found out that Facebook has been engaging in more fucked up shit. Of course it has. Than we expected them to. Of course. Right now, through um, you know, through other third party programs, they've been paying these kids. 
to basically go and use their social media and screenshot their Amazon orders and shit. Yeah, that's this yeah. is where they've been asking them to download some shady ass app that yeah. Apple banned originally. Exactly. So they banned it, and then they basically found a way around that ban yeah. using Apple, right? Sneaky fucks. Yeah. So the idea being that they're able to access information about the things that people buy, mm-hmm. friend networks, all that other stuff that they previously weren't allowed to access before. Now imagine. Yeah. How sh- like how shady they are and how willing they they are to take people's data that they're willing to risk the ire of Apple. Yeah, because Zuckerberg and and Cook are not on good terms as no. it is. They've been buttonheads a couple of times. Yeah. So imagine what they're doing. Like, I've never heard good things come out of Facebook. No, ten year challenge was just the CIA trying to fucking update it. I'm just saying. It's like they've never. I never hear. We just found out. Facebook has gone above and beyond to protect your privacy. When does that article come out? Every article that fucking comes out, Zuckerberg has screwed over some poor schmuck. That is true, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, break up Facebook, arrest Zuckerberg, and Sheryl Sandberg. Fuck her book. What was the name of her book? Uh, This Is Us? No. What? Leading by example? She wrote some book about women in entrepreneurship. Fuck her and her book. Fuck Zuckerberg and his fucking app. This is ridiculous. Facebook is going to destroy the world. They already ruined the 2016 elections. <laughs> there was literally just an article that was released that boomers on Facebook were 80 times more likely to share and believe false Fake. information. Was it Cheryl Sandberg? Lean in. Lean in. That's, the, that's the one. Fuck her book. Hmm. Fuck her and fuck Zuckerberg. The entire Facebook crew. You have a thing against these Bergs for some reason. I'm not, yeah. I don't have anything against Zuckerberg. Wow, you anti-Semitic piece of shit. I was asking. I have nothing, <laughs> I have nothing but contempt for these, these fucking wealthy tech billionaires. We should first eat the rich. Okay. <laughs> we should... Make these people resign and break up Facebook. It's got to go. I'm telling you, democracy and the end of the world is not going to come from Donald Trump tweeting. It's going to come from a fucking boomer sharing something on Facebook. I'm telling you, people, I keep feeling like Laocon telling people don't let the Trojan horse in to Troy. But you all keep ignoring me and it's down to your detriment. Or the other option is to have a hacker release all Zuckerberg's private information. Or just kill off the boomers. No, I don't, I don't need to kill boomers. Oh, they'll that's, die eventually. That's, that's first but of, they're living longer than that's, they, they that's should. That's ageist as hell. Oh, yeah. There's plenty Calm of down. wonderful boomers. We can learn from their wisdom. Name one. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> the boomers on technology is the problem. Yeah, so st- oh, st- they should put an age limit on Facebook? No, they shouldn't put an age limit on Facebook. They should just fucking destroy Facebook. But where would we share our links? There's all sorts of other things. Look... I'm okay with micro social medias. Make these smaller networks. Like what, like Instagram Instagram, and shit? No, even Instagram, because Instagram's owned by Facebook too, isn't it? It Yes. Or Twitter? Is that micro? No, Twitter's not a micro. Twitter's micro blogging. So, what is a micro social media? Snapchat is an example. I think, or also Mm. maybe what social media was kind of when it was beginning when it yeah, was like myspace smaller communities right there was actually a, an old Clusters. social media thing our junior year in high school 2003 ish or whatever it is um whoa why why would you even tell people that because i gotta, I gotta let them know what time period it was popular but wow. there was a, a local one called melodramatic.com i don't remember melodramatic it was because it was mostly for emo kids but me and my friend anthony went on there because there was a bunch of girls who really liked it and we ended up hanging out with them at the spectrum the emo girls yeah 
right? Me <laughs> trying to hook up with emo girls is a story I need to hear. Yeah. Pronto. Do they have never, self-esteem issues? Neither one of you guys are ever going to hear it. Because <laughs> it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have daddy issues? Do their dads hate the Asians? Do their dads went, fight in Vietnam? It went as far... What the hell is wrong with you? What? I'm trying to see... What is <laughs> wrong with you? Like, genuinely wrong with you. The fact that you went... From from these girls have issues to these girls have daddy issues to these girls have dads fought in Vietnam. It's like there's like a level of racism and bigotry in your head. It's not racist. They can't like like it's just to, on another. I'm level. trying to think of how they're trying to screw their it heads. It went no over. further than the spectrum, but there's still a story here. The fact that they were able to take them. You guys hung out of the spectrum, didn't you? Of course we hung out. The, yeah, I, I said that we hung out of the spectrum. Knew it. Yeah. But there's got to be a story. There was like, the lead up. So melodramatic was this thing where not it's like if you went to if you went to the, our high school, yeah. there was like a handful of people who had a page. There was emos. Most people on didn't know about it though. There wasn't a right? big emo community on campus, but it was sizable. Not really, but even then, it wasn't technically for emo people. It was like it was like Whatever. a proto Tumblr almost, right? Yeah. So like it was a little bit more kind of. Well, even MySpace was global, but you created uh, local links. Yeah. You were connecting global. And then when Facebook came through, all of a sudden everything kind of. Well, Facebook was actually college based. Yeah, right? and so then was, you know that's where it started, and then it just blew up. Yeah, linking everything. up the university. First, you link up on your university, then you link up to the other university. It makes sense. Then it all of a sudden available to everybody. That's when it just yeah that and then, became madness. And then when our parents found out about Facebook was when the downfall. That began. was the death. Yeah, that was the beginning of the end. And you know the reality too is that, and as much as you're talking shit about boomers, the reality is not the boomers. To us, it isn't. It's our society, yeah. right? Because let's be frank. The, the fucking shit that millennials do and the shit that fucking Generation Z does is just as fucking atrocious That's true. As, as any generation that came yeah. before us. But we now have... The reason is that we now have consequences that are global for our actions, mm-hmm. right? Suddenly, you give everyone a bullhorn, right? Yeah. Those people always existed, yeah. but the technology enables something. So now it can... allows something. The, the ability to be able to harass someone anonymously, mm-hmm. that's not new. Yeah. The fucking fan letter has always existed, but you've made it easier to do it. Yeah, people used to. And in mass quantity. That's the key yeah. here. It's the medium that's the problem. It's not the older generation, it's not the younger generation, it's the medium. If you give people the capacity to do things on an in, if you make it more convenient uh-huh. to do those things, guess what? They'll do it. That is people true. have all sorts of racist thoughts. But if those racist thoughts are now incentivized, meaning that they'll get likes uh-huh. and retweets and favorites and followers, yeah. then guess what they're going to do? Be racist. They're going to turn into Tommy Lasagna. Mm, oh. That's true. Torn... Ter- Tanya Lauren? To whatever her name is, Tammy Laryngitis, whatever the fuck mm. her name is, is a prime example of what the medium creates. Nothing she says is original, new, or out of... But the medium allows her to transmit it to millions upon millions of people who then click like, favorite, yeah. and give her follows. That incentivizes her to do it over and over We're again. We're seeing it now with um, like guys like Jordan Peterson, right? Yeah. And that Cernovich dude. Like, yeah. so, but Though Cernovich is taking a turn against the MAGA people. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, interesting yeah, they know because he defended Muslims once. Well, he defended Muslims once and black people once, and they are dropping like flies. They're like, that's the 
tell a lie. Never mind the fact that this guy was literally a rape apologist. Yeah. yeah. He justified date rape. He said there's no such thing as date rape. That that guy, everyone was okay with him when he said that. Yeah. But the second he said, you know, Muslims aren't so bad. That's it. You've crossed the line. Yeah. How psycho dare you? You damn Twitter, devil. Twitter and stuff is like, it's a cesspool. It's a fucking cesspool. Yeah. It's the worst of the worst, in my opinion. Is it? Nah. See, Facebook is maybe may filled with conspiracy theory crazy people, and, mm-hmm. and, and but inst- by, without a doubt, Twitter is a cesspool. That's why See, I like Instagram. Well, no. My friend and I got into a debate about Instagram the other day. Right? Right. So my friend and I are hanging out, yeah. and um, he, he tells me, Cause like we're looking at like this girl's photo came up right yeah. pretty girl yeah and he's like Instagram model no just just, just a friend just a friend right like a yeah. mutual friend of ours she posted a picture of herself right and it was like one where she looked good right yeah. and he's like dude this annoys me yeah but I'm like what are you talking about all right like he's like she's posting this shit up because she's flexing I'm like what the fuck you mean she's flexing. He's like she's just trying to show off that she's pretty like why why else would you post that picture and I'm like. What does that matter? Like, yeah. who cares? He's like, no, that shit's annoying. When pretty people post pictures of themselves, it's annoying because they're flexing their beauty. He's like, I'm like, dude, you can't tell women what they can and can't post. He's like, it's not just women. He's like, if dudes, like a, an attractive guy posts a picture of himself. He's flexing. He's flexing too. As a as the resident pretty person on this podcast, I'll say that when I post photos of myself, I definitely am flexing mm. how pretty I am. No. He's like, he's like, I don't like when rich people, like he's like, if someone bought a new Mercedes and then they're taking a picture of their Mercedes every, like, every day. He's like, that's, that's fucked up. They're not thinking about the poor people who can't afford that car. He's like, this girl's not thinking about the girls with self-esteem, <laughs> the ugly people with self-esteem issues. Her post okay. selfie. Let's not, first of all, let's not regulate what women do in general. But in fairness, isn't all of social media basically flexing? Yeah, like I said, masturbatory. It's yeah, all yeah. about well, yeah, because it's, the it's thing I, this is the curation, right? You only show people what you want to show them. So, I mean, there was a uh, Instagram model that talked about this at one point. Because when you guys see is the result of a hundred photos that I've taken until it looks just right. Yeah. You don't see that I felt fat today. You don't see the roles that I had to cover. You don't see all these kind of other aspects of it. Uh-huh. And, and and it was a very honest post that uh, uh, talked about the, the process of it. And that process is a recognition that there is, flexing is one way of putting it, but there is a certain curation that's happening. Mm-hmm. You put forth the images you want other people to see. You're creating yeah. an online persona that is fake. And that's the reality of it. The prettiest person has ugly days. Yeah. But the ugly days don't show up on Instagram. It's true. Now, I'm not for regulating what people can put up and whatnot, but there is a that's a there is a valid discussion there. What happens to society if you give them the capacity to curate their lives in this way? Privacy there's already the question of privacy in public that we've had, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What, when does the privacy begin? When does the public end? That that's a true, question yeah. we're going to have to struggle with. But there's also this other question that, that's kind of tied to this, right? What happens if everyone has a fucking persona online? What I does mean, that do to authenticity? Yeah. What does that do to connections? What does that do to having conversations with people? Like, there's a whole thing. And again, no, no docking. Put up yeah. as many photos as you want. And, and, and I'm not saying I necessarily agree with your friend. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that there's a question there that it raises. Is what does it do to society but, if you give everyone a camera and turn that camera inwards? Yeah, but why post anything, right? Because that's, that's, true, the, that's true. the point I made to him. I was All like, social media is flexing. Yeah, I'm like... Well, why why did you post the last picture you posted? He's like, oh, because I, I it was a funny photo of me. So he's flexing his humor. Yeah, right. 
Like, okay. Yeah, you're you're trying to show that you're funny, right? It's like I'm like, why do I put fucking a billion hashtags on my things that are just like nonsensical? I wanted I want people online to think that like, oh, he's he's this funny guy, right? He's got a sense of humor, right? That's why as the resident ugly guy on this podcast, (laughs) I uh, post nothing but sandwiches on my Instagram. Sandwiches are always beautiful, and the sandwich slayer. But I will tell you personally that I do take like a good. 15, 16 photos before I find the right angle and the right, right lighting for whatever I post. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a completely curated. Yeah, Instagram I don't disagree well. with the idea that all of this is flexing. I agree. I am agreeing with 100%. Yeah, but, uh-huh. The question I'm saying is what does it do that it's all flexing? Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? And this is, I think this is, um, it's actually good that you brought this up because there has been an increase. In Instagram-based deaths, holy these shit! Past several years, never thought I'd hear those words. You know, like it's, 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 people are killing those are people words in the order, but yeah, I don't know, you know what that like means. Hashtag IG death. Um, what's crazy is that people, just like with YouTube, right? Yeah. We see this with guys like Logan Paul and everyone else, where these people constantly try to push the envelope in order to get more views to get more recognition. Right. This right? is exactly what I was talking now, about. Now it converts itself eventually into money, hopefully. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Charlemagne the Gods talked about the the root of all evil isn't money anymore. The root of all evil is attention now. Yes, right? yes. It's kind of that same concept. This is what's known as attention capital or attention economy. Yeah. yeah. So it's all like you said self-branding. Self-branding has become the buzzword for yeah. anyone who's any of this stuff. Now, a lot of these guys, are what they're doing is in order for them to get the Instagram likes and the ability to make this money or get this attention is they're increasingly doing more extreme things to take photos on their Instagrams. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I see now this. Yeah, okay. a lot of people are, have literally been dying, taking unnecessary risks to get that perfect. Photo. Yeah. Or like, like oh, hanging off a cliff or whatnot. Yeah, so there's this Russian doing teen. extreme stuff. Exactly. There's a Russian teen who was literally on top of a skyscraper and you can actually, there's a photo that he took with the selfie stick before he fell and died. Yeah. Right. Holy this shit. lady in Shanghai just died known as bikini hiker who would hike up mountains in her bikini right she literally fell and she froze to death she tried to call with her satellite phone they couldn't find her because the weather conditions were too extreme so she had froze to death this reminds me of the um the, the what was it the ice challenge or the froze challenge? Ice, the ALS, ice bucket challenge ALS. Not, the ice, not the ice one there was another one where kids were actually getting literal ice burns on themselves it was like the ice and salt oh, was it was it dry ice or it was, no no it was ice and salt it was oh, something yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 and they would ended up like actual burns <laughs> yeah. on their, their hands because they yeah. did that or they were setting themselves on fire and then jumping into the pool yeah, yeah. or there was that one it was like is the the thing is also like fails make just as much impact as success just as many right? views yeah so you have people who are willing to take extreme risks with the with the assumption that even if they fuck it up badly yeah, that, that they're going to get the same amount of attention yeah. for failing it now this is this is what I'm this right here helps my point this is what I'm getting at that condition Crazy people have always existed, right? Yeah. But the medium allows it to now become prevalent, become something that people saw, uh, seek out to do. Uh-huh. It also becomes a socialized experiment, mm. right? That you bond with your friends over doing. That is a product of what, though? The social media? The social media. Yeah. When you give people a camera and you allow them to film themselves and flex, right? Yeah. We all agree that they're yeah. flexing. Nothing wrong. If you're a good-looking person, go ahead, flex. But... I think the question is if there is a good, like, he says he's annoyed, but I think he's also getting at something here, right? And this is where, where it's at. The social media has produced an entirely different class of deaths. 
Yeah, that's true. That tells us that social media has an impact on society in ways in changing the ways that we behave that we might not fully understand or accept yet. Now, this is a valid question. If that's the extreme version of it, what are the minuscule value societal changes that are happening well, as a result of social media? And I argue well, a no. level of self-centeredness check this out. that is unique. Right. So I've met people who have known me through my like not they don't know me as Dawood right they know, as Diz. they know me as but they don't they don't even know me as Diz right that's a nickname oh. that I've gotten like from friends they know me as Dizbola yeah. from Instagram or Twitter right yeah. that's how they know me but I'm not that big where it's like I get a lot of people are like oh some people are like oh I know your Instagram it's Dizbola right I'm like yeah. yeah yeah it's me and I'm like oh I'm Diz whatever blah blah mm. blah I know girls. Just flexed and, on us talking about. You just, no, just flexed. Yeah. No, I I know there's like one or two people, but I know girls. I know like guys and girls who are only known by their their social media lo- like right. handle, right? right? And that's the persona that they they give out, yeah. and that's how they're seen to the so world. There's one, one an entire new, new entirely new social class created mm-hmm. via Instagram and social media, right? We call them influencers, whatever you want to call yeah. them, right? That's one ex- example of it. We have an entire new new designation of deaths as a result of this these are all just kind of obvious examples but what happens to society more broadly the ways the things that we can't quantify so just the other day i we were watching a a, a video of a man who violently attacked a group of people very similar to what you said and this person was attacking women Uh attacked two women who had stood up for a hot dog vendor okay and in the video this was in los angeles you could see six other guys and what did this? What were the six other guys doing? Recording it. They were recording it. Yeah. Now that tells us something, right? Does that mean the bystander syndrome is only created by social media? No. No. Yeah. It's always existed. Right? That's, that's more Big than a bystander si- syndrome. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We knew that when we urbanized, uh-huh. when cities became the predominant way of living, when which majority, that a new thing was created called bystander syndrome. Something that was unheard of in history, that didn't exist in the rural areas because people were way more intertwined, there was family connection, etc. Uh-huh. In other words, the societal change of moving to the city had an impact more broadly. Okay. If we can recognize that, then we need to acknowledge that the technological change is also creating a similar yeah. social change. It only happened six... Remember those... The, those 14-year-old kids who were watching the guy drowning and they were making fun of him right. while they oh, were yeah. recording oh, yeah. it. So that's right? what I'm saying. is like yeah. There is a question to be had, a certain level of... And I'm not saying the selfie is the beginning and end of all evil. No. In fact, the selfie is probably a symptom, not a cause. Yeah. Right? But there's something about this sort of social media existence that is about you getting likes, you getting favorites, you getting retweets that does something about our conceptions of the self... Yeah. And conceptions of society. I do think it creates a more self-centered, per- not necessarily selfish. Selfish is preternatural, you know, it's eternal, yeah. it's primordial. But a certain self-centeredness, I, I cannot tell you the number of times that I try to have conversations with someone who will, who only will look up or say something. Don't look at me like that. Yeah. When it involves yeah, them, them yeah. right? And that's a reality. Now, look, I do it too. So I look on my phone as my crutch. Yeah. In an awkward situation, we do it, right? But what happens to conversations when we're... I I literally was watching these guys at dinner, Uh friends, and I'm like, they're not even talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Guys are bad enough with communication as it is, but they're literally staring at their phones. It is interesting because even like the art of conversation has completely uh, altered itself. 
kind of around this. Now all of a sudden there's that weird thing where it's the uh, the table with the phones up. Yeah. Right. Um, what's also I feel like I should bring this up too because it's it's kind of big right now. Um, you know, uh, Hulu and Netflix came out with their Firefest documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and they're talking about you know Hulu's one more so kind of emphasized the millennial Generation Z concept of FOMO, right? The yeah. whole fear of missing out, the idea that people wanted to go to this festival even though they technically couldn't afford it. They saved their money to go to this thing because it was supposed to be the event to end all events, right? Yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be the thing where you took the pictures and everyone at home was going to be envious of the it. FOMO. Right, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, the whole point behind the whole fire festival thing was that, right? I and never have FOMO. Yeah, well, you know, I, I try not to either. Right? You have fear of going. I have the exact opposite. Yeah, photo. Photo. <laughs> I don't want to be in that photo. Yeah. Bless you. I don't want to be in that photo. Yeah. 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 Don't tag me. So <laughs> literally me. I mean, they played on they played on that, and then the whole thing behind the guy who created Firefest, Billy McFarlane, is that the whole thing was a farce, yeah. right? His idea of his his lifestyle of being this like billionaire mm. entrepreneurial, right, is was was, it was a, made up. yeah, was completely curated as yeah. well, right? But it happened to work because people believed in him. People put money behind him, yeah, right. And what's crazy about that is that he used a, a, a media company called Fuck Jerry, who was also kind of the originators of the viral yeah. of viral memes right yeah. in order to advertise yeah i follow fuck jerry yeah online. so now jerry media right mm -hmm. they knew that it was getting all fucked up right and this is what's crazy about this mm -hmm. they knew it was getting fucked up the whole time right they were taking videos people were taking photos and you know live video all that other stuff right while they understood everyone who worked the festival knew that it was literally going to crash into a into a in, down a cliff mm -hmm. right Fuck Jerry Media also produced the Netflix documentary of the Fire. Oh, Festival. so it not only been it literally double dipped. Yeah. In terms of wow. Yeah. So like this is like imagine how fucked up that is, but just like, think about how insidious that wow. is. Wow. Like, yeah. But that's I mean Jesus. That's like, a product of that particular media. Yeah. I didn't know that actually. Now you look at the strategies that Jerry Media employed in order to market the Fire Festival, make it as big as it was. Right. Mm -hmm. They're literally experts at using Instagram. Yeah. They did they talk about how they did this thing where, you know, to kind of break up and to make it so people didn't scroll past is they had all these influencers, Bella Hadid and all these other models put this like orange mm. block on their uh -huh. thing, right? And they just do a hashtag. Yeah. Right. So people would stop and wonder what it was. And then eventually, you know, they would take photos or you know, they had all like the videos and the photos of everything of them on these Bahamian islands talking about this as being the biggest, you know, the biggest festival of the year, the, yeah. the best thing you can ever do. Not realizing that you know, Instagram is 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 weird in that way because you have to tell people that you're doing that you're advertising, right? Yeah. It didn't happen with Instagram at the time. Yeah. A lot of those models are in trouble because like you never said that it was an ad. You said you were going to go to this party. Yeah, now it has to say paid promotion. Yeah, yeah. So, which right? is actually a UK law originally. So the UK has been way more advanced than we have in dealing with this stuff. They are the they have first of all their act, parliament is holding investigations into Facebook. Uh -huh. We're still dragging our feet on stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, our politicians don't even yeah, know what Facebook they is. Know. They're, okay. they're sitting there asking questions about why Google is you know biased towards Republicans not even understanding algorithms and things yeah. like that when they should be asking about these type of privacy related questions mm -hmm. right and and then the UK was the first YouTube for a long time had uh, really deceptive marketing 
in which YouTubers would do these sponsored activities and challenges and it looked like spontaneous fun that people could partake in, but it was usually paid for by corporations. Uh This was deeply deceptive and the UK stepped in and said, we will fine you unless you put spawn or ad on your tweets, your uh, videos. And I remember remember the YouTubers were all pissed about this, right? They're like, oh, it's just, you know, everything is corporate. Everything's, they're trying to ruin everything. But the reality was, it wasn't they weren't ruining everything. They were recognizing Recognizing that yes, it was corporate because you made it so. Yeah. You took on the ad. You did the sponsorship, right? And in some ways, we're still behind on this. Not only do we have deceptive marketing. I mean, this is an example of deceptive marketing through and through. Mm -hmm. But these technologies have massive impact on social media. But we do not consent to that impact. We participate in the the benefit of it. Okay. Right? Putting up our pictures and whatnot Uh without the recognition that that stuff has consequences. So, for example, our pictures, we don't own them true we'd most people don't know that the photos you put up you no longer own yeah that's the one thing that that these corporations do that they realized this a long time ago that no one reads the terms of service now yeah. if you were to actually break down the terms of service, i had an actually um, um one of my teachers last year yeah. um talk about this like if you actually actually read the terms of service you would never agree to anything yeah and he went and he showed me like the website for his real estate business right and they can literally real time Watch what, people who are logged in to the to the website and what see clicking. what they're what they're looking at. Mm. It's literally he showed it he showed it to us. It's like a bunch of screens and it's just a bunch of you can see a bunch of people looking through stuff. And they're all like we can access all of their accounts too. Right? This was what? This is a real estate company. Okay. They worked for it, right? It's all like and they were able to look at anyone the people who went to the website who had an account yeah. who were browsing through this real estate website. Anything that they were looking at, anything they, they could were looking see. at on the website, they could. Oh, yeah, obviously, right? they, they can't yeah. check people's Google searches. Obviously, the thing but, is, though, what he talked about, which was important, was that he went, "I'm not allowed to log into their accounts, but the reason why I'm not allowed to is not because the programming won't let me. It's because the corporation wouldn't, didn't want us to, to have the ability to. So we could have." If the if if the company wanted to, so they could log into that person's real estate account. Yeah, that's well. I up. mean, even if you go to like certain stores, right? So, uh, you used to work for a cell phone company. I right? did, and we had access to everything. Yeah, you guys at the time. You guys did. have less access yeah. now, but now, we had access but, to everything. Back but then. like. There was a guy because we had a DOS operating system that was the act, literally the behind the, the system. Scenes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but there was a guy like uh, twelve years ago, I want to say, right? Uh, it was the two thousand and eight election, so yeah, yeah, almost twelve years ago. He looked up Barack Obama on, yeah, yeah. on there, found Barack Obama's like account, logged on to it, right? Like not like he didn't do anything. He just he thought it'd be fine to click Barack Obama's profile right and like look at his phone number he didn't even take his phone number down but he found barack obama's phone number he got fired for it there's a system in like if i wanted to i could look up a lot of things right i never did it because i'm not gonna my my job is not worth that the only reason they fire these people is lawsuits yeah Yeah. corporations aren't ethical let's make it clear that these they're not making ethical choices they're making legal choices they know that they would get sued for sure for these type of things i mean during the most famously to what was it air touch cellular back in the day Uh the they looked up uh oj simpson's number and they called him during the chase Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's a very famous. Like they looked up his number, called him during the. Chase. Yeah, and like people would ask me like all the time, like if I could get like 
people's call logs or text messages that like, like, can you give me all the text messages my kids sent? And I'm like, no, that would be an invasion of privacy. Well, why not? It's my child. I'm like, it's still an invasion of privacy. If we could do it to your son, then we could do it to anybody and we could look up everyone's texts. I'm like, how would you feel if I had the ability to look up your text? But that's what, that, here's the thing. that People aren't thinking that way. Yeah. They're thinking convenience. Yeah. So long as we make things convenient and easy, so we think, I'm not going to a photo shoot. I'm taking it on my cell phone. I'm not going through all the... I'm able to just, you know, click it, mm-hmm. right? As long as we think convenience, we're not thinking cost. No. And that's the problem, right? Again, this is not about a selfie. Selfie's great. Good. Enjoy yourself. Make your ego feel better. Pat yourself on the back. But there's a question to be raised about what happens to the cost of that selfie. If your primary consideration now is likes... And, and whatnot. I mean, there is, a, there is actual evidence now that indicates that social media has ended up replicating some of the worst societal inequalities. So in mm-hmm. one hand, we saw social media as the great equalizer, as an ultimate democratic tool, power to the people. You don't need to be a model to, to be an Instagram model. You don't need to be a photographer to be an Instagrammer. All those things were about, look, look at how we're democratizing it. Look how convenient we're making. But what ended up being the cost? Well, we saw was that white beauty standards ended up becoming replicated more and more. The top beauty gurus are mostly white. Yeah, I remember now, you saying there this. are people of color that are beauties, right? But the diversification that happens, and this is the case with all diversity. Whenever someone says diversity, what they mean is white diversity, uh-huh. right? They don't mean they mean oh we've included a woman, we've included a gay guy. Yeah, right. So I think uh, Mac or one of these companies just announced their new representatives, right? Or they just released it. Yeah. And it's two gay guys and, uh-huh. and one girl. Yeah. So the big representation is, oh, these two gay guys, right? And that's a big step forward. Uh-huh. Mad props to James Charles and, and Jeffree Star, right? And uh-huh. oh, good for them, right? Yeah. 100% for that. But the makeup line still focuses on white skin tones and even even when it comes to black beauty so black china yeah is is someone who's looked at as like a beautiful black woman she's yeah, yeah, yeah. rob kardashian's ex uh, oh uh, she's the one that traumatized my uh twitter yeah that one yeah right? so Oof. black china you click on hashtags you don't know what they yeah. are mm. so black china has a uh, a line of beauty cream, yeah. which is lightening. Like, yeah. It, it's yeah. supposed to help you lighten that, your skin. I was just about to say that. So there are examples of really, like Rihanna is considered really phenomenal, right, yeah. in terms of makeup. There's a whole, we can do a whole conversation on makeup as three straight dudes, right? right. Why not? Yeah. But the, the point here being that there's now a strong correlation that there is an increase in whitening products, skin whitening products. Mm-hmm. That tells you something, right? Mm-hmm. That's not saying social media causes these things, but it does replicate them. It enables them. It strengthens them. I watch a lot of comics, by which I mean artists that, that draw comics, right? Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to watch comics and then see who the actual artist is. I just watched two comics. One was an Asian couple. It was, a, it was a girl and her boyfriend. It was a cutesy comic about her and her boyfriend and her daily life. And another was an Indian couple. And both couples were drawn as white. Yeah. Both couples were drawn as white. I, I didn't yeah. know. The, it was called Cross Draws or something. And I looked at it. The guy's name is like Kumar. And I'm like, what the fuck? I looked him up. Doesn't look anything like his comic. Doesn't look a remotely like it. 
But the comic he draws is white. Why? Who's his audience? Mm-hmm. Right? What standards of beauty is he applying <gasps> to? In other words, social media has globalized the Euro-American standards of beauty. In some ways, it's almost like a new version of colonialism. So now you have the little kid in the Philippines and Indonesia who's going, yes, I have access to this cell phone and this Instagram and I can upload photos of myself, but then all their feeds and algorithms are bringing them the beauty gurus that all look exactly the fucking same. And then that little kid in Indonesia or whatever, or the Philippines, ends up replicating those. I want whitening cream. I want the lips like the Kardashians. I want those things that make me look like this new global standard of beauty that just so weirdly happens to be the old white standard of beauty with just some very Uh, minor superficial diverse components. Oh, it's a little curvier than it used to be. Yeah, so like you'll see like... It's not not meth chic like it was in the 90s. No, but like you'll see see now like there's a lot of women who have been getting... uh, implants right because mm-hmm. the kim kardashian yeah. so you have what i call superficial yeah. lip lip injections are on a rise since kylie jenner got hers done it's huge and again this is not to say that the all these things are inherently bad you anything that may, if it makes you feel better about yourself it makes you feel good plastic surgery go for it right yeah i'm not against any of those things my question is is how the systems of values are changing and the impact that social media has on that. This is problematic, right? These standards of beauty. There is a higher instances of lower self-esteem. The democratization of of photographs didn't make everyone's self-esteem get better. No, it made it worse. It made it worse. Just like we talked about like a few weeks ago, we we talked about that that mom who posted that photo of her yeah, child and like exactly. went, went crazy on it. We're like, no, my son doesn't get so the amount of likes that talking about else. the fact that one of the things that social media has done is it has brought awareness to female sexuality and done a really good job of, of helping young women explore sexuality in ways that often were stilted and, you know, mm-hmm. really rep- repressed in, in previous, and not repressed, but but stilted in previous years, yeah. right? That now the, the idea of thirsting for guys, this yeah. is a good thing, right? Women can explore this but in reality what it's doing is it's allowing women to participate in the same patriarchal culture that men men have been participating in it doesn't destabilize it it's the same standard the same guys and the same girls are getting the likes and the thirst what it's not doing is saying everybody is beautiful everybody is valuable everybody looks great everyone has their value inherently no 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 it's saying the popular kids yeah. that existed in high school now exist on social media. They're the ones that have value. So what we ended up seeing in many ways is the rise of self-esteem issues, both amongst women and girls, and women mm-hmm. and, and guys, right? Mm-hmm. Both of these are on the rise as a result of the same beauty standard being replicated over and over and over again. Because you see the same guy and the same girl in every fucking Instagram yeah. picture. Which is interesting because it's like really... The whole idea, there was always this thing about the magazines, right? Yes. The the editing Mm -hmm. of the magazines and all that stuff, the Photoshop. Right. Right? That was always an issue. And the idea that internet utopianists had this weird idea about... Yes, this is it. About, like, the creation of this utopian internet where all of a sudden that type of editing no longer exists anymore. Fuck Vogue, fuck Runway, fuck all those companies that have airbrushed women for years and made them into these caricatures. Fuck those companies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except you're doing the airbrushing. Yeah, no, yeah. you have filters. You're doing it to yourself. 
You're not you're not having a corporation do it. You're not having Vogue do it. You're doing it. I, you got rid of your pimples. You whitened your skin. You did that to yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It wasn't Big Brother. It was like, yeah. You did it to yourself. And, but like, why you, did we do yeah. it to ourselves? Calm you, down with that whole smoothing brush, no, too, because we know when it happens. Yeah, I know, like, but like, calm down with that. Like, I'm just going to editorial here. <laughs> I, I, the biggest yeah. thing is, and like, I think that's what we're talking It's like, why are we doing this stuff? But right? that, that is what I'm saying. The why comes from the platform. Yeah. The why comes from the social media. Again, inherently, social media isn't bad. But when it replicates these things, when it enables these things, when it makes these things more convenient, mm -hmm. then what we end up doing is not creating the utopia, not challenging those systems of oppression and exclusion from misogyny and sexism and, patri and patriarchy to white supremacy and classism. Even, even lifestyle fucking uh, Instagrams are all about upper middle class wealth. Yeah. yeah. Right? It doesn't destabilize those systems of oppression. Yeah. It makes them more attractive. Yeah. All Instagram and Facebook and Twitter did is put a nice, pretty filter on white supremacy and yeah. patriarchy. It also That's really it made did. it made harassment a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did you hear about this whole uh, cyber flashing issue? No, it isn't. So it's a big, it's big in Canada. Apparently, Canadian laws are having issues with it. Cyber flashing. You literally is that when people, people send dick pics. Well, people in like public spaces, like buses, trains, all that other shit, happens in New York too. Places a lot of public transportation, yeah. right? People will airdrop dick pics. Oh, oh yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! Right, and that's like a that's a huge thing. It's like a new form of sexual harassment now. Because yeah, you you don't know who's sending it to you. Yeah, well, but the, we talked about that kind of cute story about the guy in the car airdropping the phone it, number, right? Yeah, yeah. It very just as well as been his fucking Johnson in oh, there. Oh God! Right, but imagine imagine that literally found another way to harass people. Yeah. right through yep. their phones. Yep, yep. This is the thing. Own, like these mediums are in new, and and here's the problem. It's because the people who create them are people. Yeah. They encode the imperfections, the flaws. Those people also happen to be the ones that are asking these questions. Yeah. Big tech is worried about the bottom line. Yeah, they don't care the about money, our privacy. The product. The product is you. Mm -hmm. They need to sell you. That's all that matters. And so long as that bottom line is that you are the product, not just the consumer, but the product. Yeah. Right? They're not just selling you. They're not selling to you. They're selling you. Yeah, they're selling yeah, you, you to you. Yeah. So long as that is the case, they're not going to be asking these questions. So they will never truly develop really robust mechanisms against this. Twitter could eliminate the fact that they found child pornography or some type of pornography on Tumblr and then took the steps of removing all oh, pornography. pornography yeah. We support eliminating child, any child yeah. pornography. But the fact that they targeted everybody shows us that they have the capacity to filter, they have the capacity to target, they have the capacity to create the mechanisms to address these things. They choose not to. Twitter tomorrow could eliminate every fucking Nazi that has sent a death threat and racial abuse to somebody else. Yeah. Tomorrow, eliminate all their accounts. But it won't do it. It won't do it. Because it hurts their bottom line. Because it hurts their bottom the line. The less users on the page. That's my whole point here. You have massive technological power that has that has societal impact being led by these corporate capitalists, and none of us are asking the why and the consequence question. We're asking why. We are. 
Yeah. But you know, who listens to us? Other than other tinfoil hat people. Yeah. This was a ranty podcast. Yeah. This was a, a, a kind of, we went yeah. into the deeps of technology. We are kind of the anti gamer gate in some regards, but that's because we dig deep into these tech and society questions. We try to. I, I actually want to give a shout out to Marianne. She reached out to us on Instagram. Shout out to Ironically her. Ironically enough, thank you so much for saying hello to us and letting us know that you're listening. Please don't be uh, frightened away by Diz's vulgarity and cruelty. Dude, yeah. listen, my vulgarity and cruelty bring listeners on i'm so sure i'm so sure <laughs> anyway we appreciate you listening thank you so yeah, much shout out to you shout yeah. Out. yeah we should also mention before we we end this podcast that uh our thoughts and and prayers go out to uh jesse uh from empire who suffered a horrible homophobic mm, and racist yeah, yeah. attack um we're not going to go too much into this because we don't want to highlight jesse smollett just, yeah we don't want to highlight or give the the, the people any attention um but also because it's still a developing he, yeah, case he, he drove himself to the hospital while he's stable that's, but thoughts and prayers definitely yeah. out to him and and stay safe out there people the hate's on the rise bigotry's on the rise yeah. um you know and and fuck those people we're in this together uh solidarity mm-hmm. we, we will win we will win or as uh david hogue says mm-hmm. the young the young will win or the young people will win i think this is his motto <laughs> i don't know i'm too old to be part of that crew anymore i'm a millennial he's gen, gen, z. Z. He's gen, gen z. z all right Diz, why don't you take us out yeah you can find us on facebook.com slash currently nerdy uh we're on twitter at currently nerdy on instagram at currently nerdy tumblr currently nerdy.tumblr.com we're on youtube just youtube.com slash currently nerdy we're on stitcher google play and the itunes podcast app Make sure you go on there, give us a five-star rating, give us a review. It helps the algorithms, gets more people to listen to us. And then the more people that listen to us, the more cool stuff we could do for you. If you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can they get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTran214. That's V-Y-T-R-A-N-214. Or on my website at thesandwichslayer.com. I also got a travel blog called sevencrossroads.com. Ali? You can catch me on my website at alilomi.com where you can find my some of my academic references and, and the stuff that I do in the academy. Uh, you can also catch me on an Instagram and Twitter at A-A-O-L-O-M-I. Instagram is kind of the behind the scenes of the academic world. And Twitter for my political rants. It's kind of ironic given that we've just had a rant about social media. You can also catch me on our sister podcast, Head on History, which is in its fourth season doing some really cool stuff on a ancient world and empire of faith Diz you can find me everywhere at Dizbulla D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H uh, and of course to you know reach out to us let us know a little bit about what your thoughts are we didn't actually invite anyone to do so this time so take a moment we do want to hear from you do you agree with us do you disagree with us anyways that's all thanks for tuning in and remember stay smart you sexy nerds all hail the currently nerdy empire